0: Uh, So, first of all, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Um, So, the next conversation that I have is a conversation that I had with my cousin Heidi. And I'm naming the episode Faith. And we speak a lot about faith and purpose, passion, um, in the things that we end up finding that we do in life. And um, faith is something that I've always kind of been... Or not always, but something that has definitely manifested itself with all of the ceremonies I've been doing, um, and it's definitely more so faith in myself than anything. But hope you enjoy. So all of this, like the whole podcasting thing, came uh-huh. to me uh, like a long time ago in ceremony, okay. an ayahuasca ceremony. Okay. Um, and I guess what I've been doing like uh, lately, or I guess the people that I've had on are just people that are like I'm like have like uh that I'm just interested in. Okay. And you just so happen to be one of those people because um I do a whole lot of nothing. No, i'm just kidding yeah, <laughs> um you happen to be one of those people like uh because I mean not only with like uh I guess like our like I mean I used to hang out with you a lot. There mm-hmm. was a point where we were hanging out a lot. Yeah. And um I mean even being at like Point Loma and stuff and then As of even more recently that I'm back down here, like, seeing you uh, here and around the family, like, you've kind of always had this, like, um, this really, like, insane, like, optimism to you. You carry this, like, crazy-ass, like, amount of, like, awesome fucking, like, just, like, really positive energy. Mm -hmm. And I've always, like, fucked with it. And, like, I feel like it's only only gotten, like, bigger. Mm -hmm. And I feel a piece of that has to, like, uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm only assuming. But I feel like a piece of that has to do with, like, your faith and the way that you look at, like, that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, I went through my own looking for uh, looking for my answers inside of religion. I mean, I was fucking Mormon for a minute. I was baptized Mormon. like, And that's the closest that I've ever gotten to with, like, I don't know, that feeling of, mm-hmm. like, um, finding, like, religion really, like, like finding my place in religion um and it was the way that like just the lds church like does their their whole thing uh like to feel the holy spirit like that like i actually felt it there and like i mean we grew up catholic so as kids we were kind of like forced into that Mm -hmm. shit um i've gone to christian churches i went to like the whole little christian school on the weekends or whatever and like i don't know i just never found it there and then uh going to a mormon church like that's where i actually like felt that and like found that and uh so i mean i've kind of strayed away from religion at this point and like my i do have like a a a massive sense of like spirituality especially with all of the shit that we've kind of been doing and everything Mm -hmm. but with like it interests me with you of like that like that's one of those things that like interests me of like how you got to that point i guess like but yeah i mean you don't have to do this <laughs> no I,
1: I mean of course yeah but it's all about talking about my
0: not well, even I don't just call that it religion
1: but, but um my relationship with jesus yeah let's do it
0: yeah no i That's feel important like important to me yeah and i i feel like i don't know i just i like the i like that like i'm not against religion i'm not against any of it mm-hmm. like i've grown my own like spirituality with whatever the hell that i've got going on and like i've just built my own relationship with all that stuff and like i feel like faith is something that i don't know i've almost like yet to grasp mm-hmm. but it's such a big piece it's such a like really big piece in like in i don't know in a lot of the stuff that we do day to day let alone like something as specific as religion i mm-hmm. feel like I f- it's just something very um it's a big piece of it but um cool. I mean, speaking on that specifically, like, how does it that you even started, like, I feel like with the way that our family looks at, like, religion, it's not, like, the craziest. But, like, mm-hmm. how did you get that deep into it? Where did it all start for you?
1: Huh. Well, uh, I was 16. And I think it really started actually so funny. Uh, it started in my bedroom. I was grounded. And I didn't have access to anything besides my laptop because my parents didn't know it was in my room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it was an old school monstrous Sony Vizio. I remember it till this day. Uh, and it was the one that we I used to DJ with. I don't oh, yeah, remember yeah, when I was yeah. a DJ. Yeah. And so I, it's the only thing I had access to. And I was bored. And I, was, I looked for colleges yeah and I came across like you said Point Loma Nazarene University and I was like what that's in San Diego I didn't even know it exists in San Diego this was like in high school yeah. sometime like early high school like freshman year I think I got grounded and then um I started realizing it was Christian and then I started looking deep into it and was like what do you need to go here you know because I had been interested in college and I was like what does it mean to be and that's when I, my curiosity started because I was like Christian university. I, I mean, I've always heard of Catholic schools. Yeah. You know, USD was one of my options to go to college, and uh, I know it's a big Catholic school here in San Diego. And then I was like, all right, let let's see what this Christian thing's all about. Yeah. And like I said, it was I was only sixteen, so there's still a lot for me to understand and see. Actually, it was before I was sixteen because um, by when I turned sixteen, I was really curious, and I was like. Realized that the part of the application for college to go to Point La Monazarene was that you had to be a part of like a faith based organization, right? Which in this case would be a church, yeah, or a part of a group or something like that. And I was like, How can I get involved? And I remember Okari, your sister at the time, our my cousin was going to a bible study with the church victory outreach and i was like hey so i need to be a part of a like a christian organization uh let me start going with you so that maybe i could get someone to write me a letter of recommendation that's literally where it started it was out of self-interest not even out of like desiring a relationship with god or seeking religion or none of that because to me i was just like man we go up to church every sunday and All I see is a dead Christian hanging on a cross. That's literally how I thought. I was like, we go learn these prayers at catechism and then we recite them. And if I can't memorize it, it's because I suck at memorizing, you know? And that's really what it was to me. And to me, again, it was a self-interest thing. It was a selfish thing, actually. It's kind of
0: crazy how, like, I feel like that happens. I hear about that. And, like, I mean, having, I guess, these conversations, I feel like that happens a lot more often than not of, like, being led into these positions like we don't it's we're doing it for such other selfish reasons but we end up in this position of like falling so like head forward into these like these really big fucking things it trips me out it trips me out like crazy but but yeah um so what what happened after that
1: so i mean my selfish desires led me to joining this life group uh with okari and then Okari, you know, was, like, not interested in it anymore. She, you know, yeah. she decided not to keep going. And I just decided to keep going because I was doing softball. I was in high school. I was, like, at the prime of my high school where all my applications needed to go in. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I need to land this, like, letter of recommendation. Otherwise, I'm <laughs> screwed, you know? Sorry. <laughs> no, totally. And uh, so I did. So I kept going. And then the more I kept going, the more I realized... Uh, who God really was, you know? Uh, Again, although it was a selfish thing, I really found uh, my relationship with Jesus, I guess you could say. And, um, And it was unintentionally. It just, I happened to be at a service and I don't even remember what the preacher was speaking about or what he was saying. All I remember is that I felt this like sense of almost like relief. Uh, like the weight was kind of off my shoulders and not that I had a lot of weight, but I mean as a young high school student With the pressures of your parents desiring you to go to college With like having to figure out finances and how the heck you're gonna pay for college yeah. With how much tuition was gonna cost me at point lemon or UC or usd or any of these schools That I was trying to go to I was like, how the heck am I gonna do this? So, yeah. you know as a young kid you start stressing you start thinking about how my parents can afford this Am I even gonna be able to go to college because financially it's not feasible. Um, And I just felt like all of those stress of a high school kid were just gone. in like an instant matter. And that's the weight that was lifted off my shoulders. And I was like, what the heck? And then I just started crying uncontrollably. And I was like, what is this? I really was like, what is this? Like, mocos and everything. (laughs) I was like, oh, heck no. And I just couldn't stop crying. I was like, why am I crying? I don't even know why I'm crying. Um, And then when someone sat me down, who at that time was my life group leader and also my surf instructor, um, because I went to the surf camp with Akari. uh, I don't know. I think you remember her, Julie Cardona. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Julie Cardona. Yeah. And she sat with me and was like, that is the feeling of the Holy Spirit. Like you, the Holy Spirit has entered you. And I, again, I mind you, we Catholic, right? We don't understand what the heck yeah. what the Holy Spirit. Who's that? Yeah. What is that? Uh, is that a person? Is that a being? Is that real? Is that not real? Um, and that's kind of where my questions began, right? And just like everything in life, we question, as naturally as humans, we question everything. And so I began to question everything. Who is the Holy Spirit? What does the Holy Spirit do? is it real is he real is it you know it, yeah. could it be a she like yeah. all the questions and so little by little Julie actually um, which I'm grateful for started teaching me the Bible and what the Bible says about the Holy Spirit and who the Holy Spirit is and the relationship we are to have with the Holy Spirit and how um, the Holy Spirit is a part of the Trinity which is God Jesus and the Holy Spirit right um, and so yeah and that's kind of where my faith began
0: um, See, I, I feel like my, my my experience with, like, the Holy Spirit was, like, somewhat, like, similar. It was within the LDS church. I mean, that's where it, like, definitely differs a lot. And, like, at least inside of the LDS church, like, the way the, I don't know what you would call it, like, the program, the way it's ran in there is, like, you go in for service and they open up uh, whatever you would call it, the service. They open with a prayer, with some, like, um, reading from the Book of Mormon or whatever. And then everyone goes and splits up, and we all go into different classes. Uh, men, women, and children all get separated, and or there's certain, like, classes that are a mix of men and women, and just depending on what the class is. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> within those classes, a lot of the time what they do is they, uh, what they do a lot in that church is they, they uh, share testimony of, like, what, it is that's bringing them there. <clears throat> and, um, at that point I, I didn't, I was only going because of the person that I was with that. And then that's, that she, she was involved there. So that's why I was going. And to, I don't know, to be in those classes and like, kind of see the wisdom within the book of Mormon and all that. I was like, okay, like it was, it was piquing my curiosity and then one day i just go to feel that and it was there it was at the church that i feel like that i just felt it in my body and mm-hmm. like uh that like the feeling of like that holy spirit and the same thing is like i start fucking crying and like going through it and i'm just like damn like i was just like what the fuck like that what yeah. like it, it was it it's was exactly and then it had never i had never felt that inside of anything i mean by that point I, like I said, we grew up uh, Catholic. I had gone to a Christian church. I had, by that point, I had studied. I took this world religions class. I looked into Buddhism. I looked into all of this stuff. And, like, it it was just interesting to me to, to feel it and find it there. I was like, okay, like, yeah. it wasn't even, I wasn't looking for it. And it just right. so be happened to be that I stumbled up, uh, upon it. And then, yeah, it just kind of, like, led me to actually, like, it's funny because, during all of that, like, I mean, I got baptized Mormon and everything, and there was always, I was always questioned on um, if I did it because of the person that I was dating, that I did all of that because of her. Right. And, like, I really didn't. Like, I yeah. actually felt it. I There was, like, all of this stuff that I actually went through inside of the religion that, like, no, I, I felt it, and I, like, I actually, like, believed it. So I was yeah. like, yeah, I wanted to be a part of it. And, um, but, yeah, no, I didn't that whole situation i mean you know the whole situation right. so yeah that kind of like
1: you being baptized and i was like man i'm so happy for you because they felt like like you said maybe so many people questioned it but i really felt like you were taking a genuine step of faith into your faith or what at the time was your faith yeah you know?
0: yep and it, it's it's just so funny too because like even all that like um the lds church is like not looked at the greatest there's like all these like crazy ass rumors out there about Mormons and everything and it's like yeah whatever like a lot of people just 90% of people just don't know what it is to yeah. actually be Mormon and stuff but um, I even like questioned myself uh, getting baptized Mormon like there was a lot of stuff that I was doing like that made me question myself and like even taking that step I mean I still ended up doing it and everything but yeah it was just it was um it was a crazy crazy like thing to go through and a crazy even more so crazy for me because yeah i was like way the opposite like i just no religion and me just have never meshed ever right and um it's what's i don't know i find it like i mean i guess where i'm at in the position that i'm at now is a lot more fitting to what like the way that i kind of see and like move around and everything like just um yeah i mean i don't i wouldn't even like i my spirit like my spirituality has always been there i've always believed in a higher power i've always had like that um i believed in that but i've never like held a faith like that i don't know and that's even even now like it's something that i definitely am working on i feel like i don't know it might not be a faith in like god or jesus or something like for most people but like even like for me it makes me it makes me question myself on that on like not having a faith in god or not having a faith in jesus or something like it makes me question that of like i should and like shit i'm on fucking instagram scrolling and like there's all there's oh i always get like little Bible uh scriptures that come out and fuck do they make a ton of sense and that's where it like makes me makes me like like not lean into religion but lean into a faith of god and like and even just seeing some of those like bible scriptures of just like fuck like that's actually like I don't know, it, it's a very fitting, it's very, it answers a lot without even, like, intentionally doing so, maybe, or at right. least not, I'm not looking at it like
1: that, you know? But. And it's so funny you say that, because, you know, we do, like we do, we do question a lot of things, we question a lot of decisions we make in life, we question everything we do in life, and so, when I first started, you know, digging more into my faith, and I don't like calling it religion, just because, although, yeah, it's a part of the... I'm a part of the non-denominational church. I'm not a part of a, any denomination. Like, you know, I know you, you're you part of Mormonism and things like that. But what I'm a part of is just believing that God's real, which is another higher power, if you believe in another yeah, higher yep. power, and that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. And he's the son of God, and uh, he came to rescue us, you know? Uh, and he came down as a human form. Yeah. And so to me... I know, you know, the Book of Mormon's written by a human, right? Like a physical human. To me, the fact that, um, I know that Jesus wasn't well. Jesus is was human, right? Back in the Bible, it says he was he walked his time here. Well, obviously not while I was alive. Not sure if you were alive during (laughs) that. I'm just kidding. I know you weren't alive during that time, (laughs) right? But the fact that he was a real man who came into this earth says a lot to me, right? When I was questioning my faith and just. Jesus and why are we believing in something that's not we're not able to see um I, I guess the the holy spirit was who presented himself and showed me that god and the spirit the holy spirit and Jesus is is real in our own way you yeah, know yep. and that's why i call it my relationship yeah with jesus my relationship with god not necessarily my religion with these people at church or you know
0: see so this is that's like like one of the bigger pieces of where why i wanted to talk to you because exactly that i feel like you don't ever push it like that like i feel like there's religious people Mm -hmm. and how they push religion and then the way that you just like go about yourself like it's just so different and that's what i'm saying like there's such a difference in like the way that you i don't know that you've just held faith that you've like grown into it and like yeah, I don't know it's it's something that I've noticed before but now that I'm back here and obviously I'm around more like it's such a thing that like no yeah it, it, it is like a bigger thing that I've noticed and like it's cool honestly like I feel like the way that our family has been over the years I mean I was gone for so fucking long and it was because of a lot of stuff and like now that I'm back all of that is different and then even that like yeah just like seeing you and just seeing you around everyone like even just you is different and like and i think it's really cool and i i i do like i said i don't want to assume but i do feel like that is a piece of that is the way that you hold faith the way that you do carry that around and it's it's uh to me it's really cool it's really like interesting and it's awesome to like to feel that to be around that it all and honestly is really awesome and like i don't know like the um, the way that um i've had like my own like experiences with like certain i mean being under ayahuasca and like the shit that i've seen in there is like it just trips me out every time i think about it it blows my mind but it's it's always like i've always put it up like next to that of like like i don't know of um experiences with god or like the holy spirit and stuff like that it feels exactly the same the space feels the same Mm -hmm. and it makes me have a lot more faith in god in like in just yeah. that like it isn't i don't i mean ayahuasca has helped me get to that point um not even like i mean it it's it's what makes me laugh every time with this whole ayahuasca thing that like uh it so sounds like a cult and like it's the way that like some of our families joked about it and being that and like no 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 like it kind of like does in the way eh, fucking my adrian sometimes talks about it like dude it really be sounding like that sometimes yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. like Nah, like man like i've i've really been like inside a ceremony and like felt some like just some shit like that where i'm like damn like to feel as if i am in the presence of god it's just mm. like fuck like that feeling is yeah, just yeah, like yeah. what the hell like it's just crazy it Truths yeah. me out it blows it's my so, mind
1: it's so funny that you know I, i'm not an expert in ayahuasca i've never done it myself so i can't claim that I've done it I've always been interested by it intrigued by it and like in everything in life I've questioned it if I should do it or not <laughs> I've not got myself to do it and not because I don't want to I think I just you know it's it, it, sometimes I just question like my faith mixed with ayahuasca and how that will all go yeah, right because yeah. I know that sometimes you know these ceremonies are, are the purpose of them are healing mm-hmm. is what I've heard and from what I've understood that's been discussed and shared with me is healing and so for me Jesus has been my healer, Yeah. you know, or going, uh, having a relationship with God has been my healing, yeah. right? And I've gone through a lot of things in life, even in my faith, and people are people, and people are evil and cruel and yeah. mean, and humans just suck, let me just say that, because we <laughs> suck. We are emotional, we are disrespectful, we can be very ugly, we hold grudges, you know, all yeah. the things I can yep. say negatively about humans. The thing is that in all of this and all of these, you know, different things that have happened to me even in the church even in religion even in all that um is i've learned from it you know i've learned from it and i've realized that it's not about the people it's not about and you're saying you know that ayahuasca can sound cultish man some christians can sound very cultish and so can some (laughs) churches and i've been accused of being a part of a cultish church you know victory Outreach. but i also know that you know thank you for all the comments about me and my faith and how I hold myself, I realized at a very early age when I was deciding to choose my faith is that if I didn't make this a relationship and I made this about my church, I was going to end up hurt because people will fail us yeah. and people will yeah. try and make promises and will not keep them. Yeah. And, and that's the church. No one in the church is perfect. No one I'm sure in Ayahuasca is yeah. perfect, oh, yeah. right? Yep. We're all trying to be, get healing, find yeah. healing, yep. find our, what's going to make us whole. And so I've gotten, I have gotten hurt a lot and in the church and I've learned my lessons, you know, and I've grown from it. But at the end of all this, and aside from the cultish behaviors and everything that these groups can bring, is reminding the healing that is taking place through these things. Yeah. So just like there's healing in churches and, and in faith-based places, there's healing in these ayahuasca ceremonies. Oh, yeah. So regardless of what people say and assume and can, you know... There's healing there, whether yeah. it's Jesus, whether it's you know ayahuasca showing you your worst inner self, yeah. um, and so I think that's what the key is to all of this is that I've never forgotten the healing that has been brought to my life through my faith and yeah. through everything I've done.
0: You see, it, it's so funny because it's it's that it's like I feel like like we mirror each other in that sense. Is like where you found your healing there, like I just so happen to find my healing there. It's, right. it's just we we both like came we went different paths, but we ended in like the same place of like finding this space of like heal, healing healed. Yes. Like, and I don't but know We're in the process of, right. Exactly. Cause we're not there it's, yet. Exactly, we never yeah. will be there yet. Yeah. Maybe. But I mean, it's where like, I, I mean, I shit, I probably talked about it on the last two episodes of like, um, I, my last ceremony was a few months ago. Damn. You can hear Rio on, all
1: of this shit. <laughs> well, everyone, here's real yeah, life. No, Rio's just kidding. Just, yep. <laughs> From the bedroom.
0: <laughs> um, what's, oh, on during my last ceremony was like... It was, it was just the... Exactly what I needed out of it. Mm. And it was the best thing that could have happened. And nice. it was... It's what I needed then. Okay. And leaving that ceremony i knew i had this like just feeling that like i what i got in this ceremony is what i needed and now i need to like hit the ground running i need to do what it is that i was shown i need to do what the fuck it is that i need to go do okay and i mean it was months ago and they have there's this whole thing with like uh ayahuasca and being called to it and, uh, I mean, I've had my moments of exactly that. And I've been at work and, like, literally smelling ayahuasca and wanting to fucking throw up. Like, it's oh, it's happened to mm-hmm. me already multiple times. I've had dreams of, like, having ceremony, like, since then. And it's, like, it's this whole thing of, like, being called to it, being called back to it. And I have this hesitation of going back only because I, I kind of don't know what I'm going back for. I feel like at the moment I need to focus on myself and I need to, I just need to grow. I need to go do like my shit for a minute. And like, I've, I've healed to the point where like I can move now. And like, I feel like before, like I, that wasn't happening. I, okay. I, I couldn't move like at all. Everything that was going on in my head and the shit that I had to go through, like it's what it got me to was to this point of actually finally being able to just kind of move. And like, I feel like I just need to focus on that for a minute. And i don't know it's what what um exactly that in the process of healing because no nah, i probably still have a bunch of shit that i need to go through right but i don't know at the moment i feel like i just need to yeah i need to just kind of like work for a minute just figure my shit out because i don't know this is this is the first time in like in my life where i get to the where i have this time where i have this much time and it's like I mean, we can say that every day. You don't know if you're going to wake up tomorrow. Right. And it's like, I just being, not being with someone, not being in a relationship and like literally to have the amount of time, like I've never had this fucking time, dude, this amount of time. And it's, it's awesome to be honest. So it's like, I just need to kind of like, I need to work at it. I need to do it. And, um, yeah, I don't know. That's where all of this comes in.
1: Yeah, but, take advantage of the sign because you won't get it back twice. Yeah, you know? exactly. You I'm won't. never getting it back, yeah. so
0: I need to. I need to do something with it. There's just, yeah. I don't know. And then after all of that, the like the last ceremony, it was like legit. That shit was awesome, dude. I was uh, I was in. So we do ceremony inside. Have you been to their house? Never. Uh, he turned his garage into a maloca, so it's like where ceremonies conducted. Okay. And, um, for the most part, like everyone stays in there throughout ceremony, unless you need to go to the bathroom, if you need a purge, if you want to get up and go to the bathroom instead of throwing up in the bin that they have right there next to you in front of everyone, like you can get up and go to the bathroom if you want, okay. And, um, so for that ceremony, I had uh, I curated my own playlist for that ceremony, okay. I put all this music together that I wanted to listen to and like kind of get myself to go through, and uh i sat in the circle with everyone i drank my cup and it was uh it was a lot more than i was expecting and it was funny because i joked with the card like oh yeah like yenala and fucking yeah he definitely did and i go and drink it and i'm sitting there i probably sat there for like 30 40 minutes and like once i started like feeling it like coming on i was like all right like uh i was like i'll probably wait here for a little bit and then i'll go inside and i'll listen to my music and um yeah i ended up going inside and like I went through my music and I went through like all of like just a bunch of shit that I actually wanted to go through. And it was, it was an amazing experience to like, I went through a bunch of shit in that Mm -hmm. ceremony, I went through so much stuff. And, um, I remember one of the, one of the visuals that I took from that ceremony was, um, it was like a couple of weeks prior I had gone to go talk to Ricardo and I had, I told him that there was like, there was just something like in me that's like shaking it's like all this like energy this like tense i was so tense uh and i had this like energy that was just like bottled inside of me like just horribly that just wanted to get out and um and doing that ceremony and i get this visual of uh, a a plastic like bottle like a soda bottle mm-hmm. and it's like literally it's like shaking like it's fucking about to explode and it's mother Aya holding the bottle and she fucking goes and shakes it more and hands oh, it to me mm-hmm. and then she like cracks it open and gives it to me for me to open the rest of it so i'm like oh fuck like okay and i go and open the rest of it and it just like explodes and what it was is um is life bottled and it's funny because uh. while all of that was happening i'm trying to pick up all of the liquid that's overflowing all the life i was trying to pick it up mm. and what I was doing was storing it and putting it behind me. And I got to this realization. It's like, okay, like I'm picking it up. I'm storing it. I'm trying to put it away for a later date. Mm -hmm. So when I don't feel life, I have it stored. Mm. But if I go and bottle it and don't ever use it when I need it, what's the point? Right. What's the point? And uh, so I just like gave into the entire feeling. And it was like leaving, like, I don't know, just leaving that ceremony and the rest of that ceremony. Like it just felt, I just felt that I just felt life. Like it just felt insane to me. It, it literally felt like the way the Holy Spirit came, like how the yeah. way I felt that in uh, in the LDS Church. It's like it's just it. The parallels are are such. They're so crazy to like think about that. The same feeling that I got inside of a church, like I got inside of the ceremony. It's like something we all have it all kind of right, right. But it's just the way it's all looked at. But um. No, that ceremony. I walked out of that ceremony like on top of the world. It was just cool. It was really cool.
1: That's so awesome to hear because you know, like like you said, the fact that you left there wanting to live life is a huge win. Yeah. Because I know those days where you feel like you don't even want to live no more. You know, and it's hard. It's hard. And you get you dig yourself in a hole because your mind just takes you into some very ugly, dark places if you're not right in your mind. Um. So the fact that you conquered that. And you were able to see what was really happening, and that, you know, M- Mother Ayahuasca in this case was trying to see, show you that it's time to start living yeah. again. You know, it's so, so beautiful. <laughs> it's just so beautiful. It, it's funny because um, that,
0: that, it's always been like, I mean, uh, Ayahuasca wasn't the first psychedelic like i had already been doing psychedelics for a while by that point from when i first did my first ayahuasca ceremony and um that was always something i would always get like from whenever i did psychedelics it was always literally i would take fucking mushrooms and i'd sit on my sofa and i'd mm-hmm. fucking just go through it and like it was always like that it was always with the intention of like going through shit that was going on in my head mm-hmm. and um it that was always the 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 theme with everything for the years that i took all of that stuff was like to just live life to just experience Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like it's something that i didn't do for a long time i can't say i'm not doing it now but like analyzing everything all the time i just live in my head about everything right and um it's where i don't live it's where i don't experience because i'm out there doing stuff and all i'm doing is just analyzing everything i'm just in my head thinking about all sorts of random shit and like I don't know, it's still it's still a thing and it's definitely where like we're still uh in the process of healing it's for a battle. sure. Yeah, every day, for there's, sure.
1: There's for a sure. book. It's so funny that you say that cuz there's a book that I had to read cuz I very much like you and I think that's why we get each other a lot. It's cuz we're very analytical. I'm very analytical. I mean, it's my job. I'm literally an analyst. <laughs> analist no I'm just kidding my friends call me you're anal about everything. So you that's why you're an analyst oh, and I'm like funny. jerks. But uh no, um you know because we think about things so much and we overthink things that we end up you know putting ourselves in these awkward positions or just bad situations because we overthink things and we can tend 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 to be real pessimistic right not optimistic and that it's hard to see i guess like that light at the end of the tunnel everyone talks about and so for you you know you found certain things to help you um with that healing process for me I was reading this book. It's called The Battlefield of the Mind. Uh, I don't even remember the author. But it's a psychology book pretty much. And and it talks about the battle that we literally have in our mind. Yeah. You know, and this battle of, you know, like negative thoughts and negative comments and the what-ifs and the should-haves and the could-haves and the would-haves. And it's learning to, and it's a daily battle. You know, just because I read this book, this doesn't end. It wasn't my (laughs) full-on healing. You know, it's a daily battle. And so it's funny that you say, you know, that you're impressed by how I hold myself and my faith. It has not been easy. You know, where I'm at now is not where I used to be, obviously, and I've grown and I've learned a lot from my mistakes, but one of the things i can say is my mind is in a much better place and because my mind is in a better place i've been able to win and know how to win the battles in my mind then i'm able to like live life and travel and experience and taste good foods and um and even in those moments because i've felt you you know where you say that you did things or you did life or you tried to live life but you still weren't fully experiencing it i feel like when you start really healing and learning to to uh win those battles, you'll actually experience new cultures, new foods and not really just experience it but like enjoy it, be yeah. in it, you know? Yeah. Um and yeah, it just makes life so much richer. It just
0: Yeah, I think that's definitely like goes hand in hand with like the feeling of like purpose, the feeling of like yes. having something to something that you're doing that you feel goes and makes a difference. That you feel like you can go and uh You're just putting like just all your faith into that. And like, yeah, that's, that's, that's it. I'm doing that. That's where I need to be at. And like, that's what, um, that's like my work in progress for sure. Is that like, I've always felt so damn lost. I've always felt so just like going with the tides of like just life and not having a compass of what I want, what it is I need to do. And, um, it's, what's cool about all of this is that like that's what i think all of this is is this this path to find that purpose to find like i there's things that i'm learning that i'm passionate about and things that i that i like and so let's follow that until it leads me to what it is that actually you know it's like it's exactly like uh you are looking into uh into religion or this christian stuff because <laughs> you're doing it out of your own benefit and it just so happens that you ended up there and it's right like, it's exactly right. it i'm following what it is that i like and you know eventually life will have me stumble upon some kind of purpose something that i'm just like you know yeah my my uh, call to action type thing
1: yeah no and that's so funny that you bring a purpose because everyone in this world is looking for their purpose, right? And I believe strongly in my heart that everyone in this world has a purpose. You have a purpose, I have a purpose. Everyone who's listening to this podcast has a purpose in life. Now, sometimes we tend to also overthink this purpose. Like, what is my purpose? Like, we think it's this big old thing, right? Like, we're the next Albert Einstein or the next, (laughs) I don't know, famous speaker or the next. But the reality is that, Purpose isn't w- the next big thing. And I think our generation so caught up on the next big thing, right? Because we're so media driven. We're so, we're the microwave. I don't know if you've ever heard this. We're the microwave generation. That's what they call <laughs> my generation or our generation, the millennials. <laughs> we're the microwave generation because microwave was invented, right? Around our time. And what does microwave do? It heats, heats everything yeah. freaking fast, yeah. right? I want a hot pocket. I have it in three minutes. I want a cup of noodles. I have it in 2.5 yeah. f- minutes. Yeah, I want a, yeah. uh, you know, a, uh, bag of popcorn i don't need to put it on the stove no more and yeah. put kernels and yeah. melt butter and <laughs> go through that process of popping yeah. cup right it's instant it's yeah. instant we want an instant gratification and so a lot of times we think that purpose is like this big old thing or the next big thing and it's like no honestly for so many years even In Christianity, even in my faith, I lacked with what my purpose actually was in this world. And because, you know, in church and stuff, like you say, sometimes it can be very cultish. And like, you're called to be the next big preacher. You're called to be the next big, uh, I don't know, evangelist. You're called to be the next big whatever a title you may want to have. But I realized that so many people get caught up in the titles and they really genuinely forget what their actual purpose is in life. And I think it was something really hard that happened to me. And it was the situation where I ended up getting hurt. And I wasn't given a position that I thought felt I should have been handed, yeah. you know. And that's when I realized, dude, was I in this for position? Or was I in this like mm. for a title, for a position? Or was I in this because God really changed my life and healed me? Yeah. And that's really what matters. And that's really my purpose in pursuing that. And so it took that like... I guess fall on my ass you could say and hard realization to make me realize my purpose in life honestly you know moses i tell you with all honesty my purpose is life and i've realized it in the hardest season of my life is that it's just to be someone awesome who people can count on that's it
0: I mean, it's plain shit, and simple to, to this point. I feel like you're definitely living up to that. Like, I feel like, yeah, it just you know, is
1: plain and simple. And um, it's not this big old thing. It's not like this, like, oh, my God, I'm going to be like so freaking rich. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to get rich. Like, <laughs> it's literally to be a f- genuine friend that when I die, if I were to ever die, sorry to sound so morbid, that people could say like Heidi was someone I could generally call on and I know she dropped everything to be there for me in the most crucial time in my life. And it's just to be a really good friend. That's it. Or a really good family member. Or if anyone ever needs any favor, that they can count on me and that I will not hold it against them for payback. Yeah. Genu- genuinely, that's mm. it. And so I just, you know, with that, I say to say that purpose is not the next big thing. Like, it don't go looking for, I'm going to do this great thing. Even just with this that you're doing right now, this Inward show, you're going to help so many people and you don't even know it. And that's,
0: that's where, like, like, I I can't go and say that this is my purpose. This right. is something I like. This is a passion and it's yes. something that I'm committing to myself and just staying on the path and that's it and like it'll all it'll just eventually like get to me. I feel like it'll eventually be shown to me of what it is that like what I think my purpose is. It'll be it'll I'll get there and it's that yes. like of of that whole like feeling like um like just being kind of like thrown around through like the currents of life or anything when it's like I'm kind of on that of still like kind of just going with the currents of life but like I'm just doing it with the things that I love the things that I like to do the things that I'm passionate about and like staying in this current and then when yeah whenever I go and feel that it that falls upon my lap then great but I feel like to
1: this is a stepping stone
0: yeah that's exactly what it is is this is a stepping stone towards what it is that that i am still in the search of but i am not i'm not how do you say like i'm not like hyper focused on i'm gonna go find my purpose like that oh yeah i'm that's the end of the road is that and it's like nah like not this this fucking it's like that um uh, fucking rappers say it all the time like Nipsey hustle that it's like this is a marathon like it's just it it's like yep. you're not stopping you're gonna it's keep fucking a, going it's not a sprint yeah so it's like just take your time pace it go easy and like just kind of i mean shit with life like just kind of enjoy it a minute fuck like do the things that you like to do like all of the rest of that stuff will come eventually right. and like shit uh i feel like I'm not even all that old shit. You're not all that old, but it's like, I feel like when I go and (laughs) talk to like Lani and stuff, I'm just like, fuck, like, like, damn, I'm older. yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I'm only, I'm 31. And it's just like, Like I've been through some shit, and then (laughs) it's like, yeah, it's like, and we've seen some, yeah. I
1: think more than anything is, yeah, we've been through our own stuff, but I think we've seen our families go through stuff, like even our own moms. They're twins, hell yeah, and they fight a lot. Yeah, we went through some shit, but they love each other so much that they're freaking inseparable. Yeah, you know, and I don't think we anyone has noticed it more than we have how much they love each other and how much they can fight but yet so attached to each other.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean that that is a whole conversation and of itself too. Yeah. But yeah, dude, I mean shit, uh I mean but no, for, I feel you. Yeah, dude. I feel
1: you. And you know, I, I don't think we all serve with this one just purpose either. Yeah. I don't think we all have this one purpose, like this is just our one purpose in life. Yeah, my purpose right now is to be an amazing friend and to be there for people. But I don't think that's my only purpose in life. You know, I believe that I'm going to make a difference in the community I live in, you know, everywhere I go. Whether it's here in San Diego, because I own a home in San Diego, or whether it's in Temecula, because I work in Temecula. You know, um, but I believe that I'm going to make a difference in my community, whether it's faith-based or not. Like, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Um,
0: More than one thing can be true. Exactly.
1: You know, so we'll see where this road of life takes us. Oh, yeah.
0: Seriously. I mean, to be honest, yeah, that's how... I mean, I'm doing these, I'm dropping them every Monday so far, so nice. yours will come out next Monday. Okay. Only because I'm supposed to record with Adi too, but we just haven't, we haven't uh, figured out the scheduling of that yet. Yeah. But then I don't know who, who, who do you think would be cool to talk to? Who do you think would have an interesting, like, say, or interesting story, just like, would be interested be in doing this? Yeah, anybody. I don't care. I mean, yeah. I was, I was thinking of talking to my Theo Adrian.
1: <laughs> nah, that's good stuff no i think honestly like you said this show is more about <clears throat> things in life that you see in people yeah you know, or just things that you see personally I just, yeah in people. i'm
0: very i'm yeah i'm just interested and i'm curious in people in general and then i mean just like we've all gone through our own shit whether we know the stories or not right but it's like we've all gotten to this point we yeah. all we're all here you know so um, we've all we all have our stories of how we got here and the right. things we've learned. Whether I mean, we've yet to realize them or not. Mm-hmm. Like there's things that we've learned. So
1: right. Um, I don't know. I guess I you know, as so many people. Are, we live in San Diego, right? We live in a large military community. Yeah. And someone whose like, oh, story I've always been intrigued by or interested in is hearing more of is Nancy. You and, know, it's heard. funny.
0: Is I I talked to Molly about that. That yeah. I think. Uh, I think Natu would be fucking awesome to talk to. You know who I really want to talk to, but I don't know. I just don't know. It's Little Joe.
1: I mean, just honestly, any military personnel who's been through it. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Either been I you do. know at war, like you said, or been through the process of the military yeah. system because it is not an easy system. Yeah, hell yeah. At I all, you know, and so just that level of a mental breakdown that they use to like break you down in yeah. boot camp so anyone who's even just been through boot camp yeah for sure you want back to, to them because <laughs> they use some crazy tactics so, to break you down there
0: that's where um i i had asked i had talked to Molly since like she not hangs out but she's always taking care of uh nancy and gino's like cats and like house sitting and stuff oh yeah yeah i'd asked her about it and um that's where like i think it would be awesome to talk to nancy too that was so, that was a, an idea that i had yeah but I was like, damn, I wonder if, like, to do Nancy and Gino together. I mean, I can. I have the setup for it. But nah. Nancy would be fuck. I think Nancy would be awesome. I, think I know. And be just cool be, or
1: even not, maybe not even Nancy, but you know who would be cool to just kind of do, like, a call-in? I don't know if you have a setup possibility yeah, for, Yeah, this like thing a could do that, too. Um, Nancy's parents oh, really? are military retired, both of them. And they actually left their whole family and dipped to Panama. Like, what they the live fuck? in Panama, retired, on their own, just chilling. But it's like, Why? what led to that decision oh, damn why leave all your grandkids daughters what, what, even some, like, mom <laughs> like because they're not a conspiracy <laughs> but like they left their i mean their mom's in georgia like one of them i don't know yeah. if it's nancy's mom's mom or nancy's oh, yeah. dad's mom like titi yeah she lives in like atlanta she lives in atlanta georgia because yeah. she's like oh yeah I was my abuelita or whatever yeah and i'm like why would you want to leave your like you know if grandma belsa was here I would oh, not. Yeah. i would not be here i'd be a tj every sunday like <laughs> let me go hang out with grandma belsa you know like the heck why would you want to leave your own mom you know like if our yeah. family still had their mom yeah you know we'd be over there yeah, we, everyone yeah, everyone be everybody. over there like we would not be here yeah yeah like what the heck like yeah. we'd be with grandma belsa or she'd be with us here yeah. like you know so i'm like what like if if that we're that close-knit of a family so like what made you decide you know let me just take off with my husband and just go yeah. live in panama yeah exactly it's like not it's not just a quick flight you yeah. know Down the yeah See, so. i feel
0: like like even with nancy i feel like i would uh i love i mean the thing with military too is like everything is so like hush hush it is and i would so like i'm going straight for the conspiracies like yeah. what's up nancy you know, you know someone
1: who would be actually really cool now that we're talking really talking is i have this co-worker i don't know if he'd be open to it he talks a lot but he is military and he actually worked on the jets the, oh no shit but yeah and he retired. His name is Mark. He's one of the planners. He literally, it's like my cubicle and his cubicle back here. And we always talk because, one, he watches tons of movies, so he knows tons of movie quotes. And I don't watch movies. But I never know what he's talking about, but I'm like, dude, this guy knows a lot. And, two, he's retired. You know, he's a vet and in the military. And, um... Uh And just his story is so interesting, dude. Like you would, you think he's like this pristine like citizen, right? But then he he like literally because we have a kickball team through the city, and he comes in shorts and he's all tatted. Like, bro, (laughs) I never knew you had that many tats. Like, you know, just so many stories behind people that he he always like dresses real clean, real sharp something. I'm like, and always like shines his boots at his desk, so they're (laughs) like in perfect condition. So you'd never think like this dude has like any ink yeah, on his yeah. body you know yeah. he's like very home, home home over and everything yeah but I, I would be willing to talk to him you'd have to travel to him he's lived in uh well Temecula, Hemet. oh
0: that's fine that's... uh
1: but no he's awesome guy and i'm sure he'd be down to talk hell to yeah someone, i mean but... shit
0: if anything tell him that um i have the instagram oh if okay. he's like he could check it out on spotify uh have the instagram if he like uh i mean if anything too at some point i can get his instagram and then uh i'll fucking dm him I'll yeah talk, i'll ask oh, him yeah
1: I think it'd be a good one if, I mean, you know, any military personnel, I'm just talking about. No, I, I honestly, me
0: too. I think just just military and all of that is very interesting.
1: So just interesting, you know, Uh, but no, I'm not thinking conspiracy theories. I'm just thinking, Oh, I immediately go there. yeah, (laughs) yeah, I think that's so
0: like, I mean, not even to like go, I mean,
1: the military does hide a lot of things, so I'm sure there's a lot of things. Yeah.
0: It's that I feel like, like, like what do you know what can you tell me like yeah. i'll stop recording <laughs> i know i know there's
1: a lot of top secret stuff i'm sure they know that. yeah we'll never know i but. just
0: i feel like i find the stories so interesting when it comes to all of that stuff so yeah, yeah. nancy would be awesome little joe would be like the fucking, yeah that would mm-hmm. be awesome to do for sure but yeah i'll uh i'll cut some of this shit out No, uh,
1: <laughs> good stuff this is cool
0: yeah um but yeah i don't have like much um don't have an intro don't have an outro i'm the one fucking editing anything if anyone wants to produce it'd be fucking great
1: yeah no i thought you really <laughs> needed technical help with this stuff. No, i was I like know. oh yeah i'll help you with the technical stuff i didn't realize i was gonna come to talk <laughs> yeah. yeah i was like oh, i'm ready to edit what do you need me i was like dog i don't know if i can. Dog. I mean
0: shit. at the end of the day yeah i would i do need some yeah. someone to edit or something to edit on that's yeah. more of the thing because i've been doing it on my phone like this since it's just audio all um, i have audacity on the computer So then I'll just blend these two tracks together, have it all in a single track, and then edit it there.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of work. I know it is.
0: Yeah, I mean, shit. It's I don't I don't mind it. I uh, I was supposed to take on uh, Mondays for work, Hmm. but I left it like my yep because of this because this is uh Mondays the only day where I don't have Phoenix and like for the greater part of the day like yeah I could just focus on this because yeah I need to. Yeah, and the, the that's the the my only issue is editing. Like I feel yeah, like it's a lot of work. to edit clips off my phone out of a two hour like video plus the audio added onto that, like damn, it's a lot. Yeah, so it a lot. I'll eventually figure it out. But thank you, thank yeah, you for no, yeah. It's for so funny. Invite.
1: I never thought I was going to be talking. I really <laughs> thought so I was going to be editing right now. I was like, yeah, that's let's so do this. Funny. What can I help you with? I have iMovie. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but nah. That's so funny.
0: But no, thank you. You're
1: welcome. That's funny.